Blessings, blessings, grace, and peace. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change. If you allow it, God will speak to you today, and he will change your entire life. So grateful to God that he loves us enough that he's allowed us to be a part of his life's plan today. So as we come together, I pray that we would clear our minds, clear our hearts, and allow God to speak to those places where he sees that we need his power. Let's pray. Our gracious Father, we do now thank you. Thank you, God, because there is nothing that we can do without you. We thank you because we know that we can come to you in times of trouble, and you will speak to our very need. We thank you because there's absolutely nothing that we have to withhold from you, that you will not change for us, that you will not help us with, that you will not give us guidance for, that you will not give us advice for. So God, now as we come to you open-minded, with open hearts, God, speak to those dry places. God, speak to those places that need you. Speak to those places that we have not said anything to anyone about. Speak to those places, God. Water those places with your word. Water those places with knowledge. Water those places with spirit. Water those places, God. And, God, we know that when you speak to us, we know that when we get your words, we know that when we get your power, we'll have just enough to keep going. We may not have more money, but we'll have your power. The situation may not change, but we'll have your power. It, that, the doctor's report may not change, but we'll have your power. And because we have your power, we know that we have enough. Huh. In spite of situations and circumstances, we have enough. Because, God, you are enough for us. Bless us now. Speak to us now. And we have open ears and open hearts to receive a blessing from you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Again, we thank God for... Just another day, just another heartbeat, just another moment. On this morning, our travels take us to Proverbs, the second chapter. Proverbs, the second chapter, and we'll be reading it in its entirety. Proverbs 2. And I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. It reads like this, my son or my daughter, if you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding. If you seek her, meaning wisdom, as silver, and search for her as for hidden treasure, 
Then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. For his mouth come knowledge, excuse me, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice, and he preserves the way of his godly ones. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity in every good course. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will guard you. Understanding will watch over you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of righteous uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who delight in doing evil and rejoice in the perversity of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways, to deliver you from the strange woman, from the adulteress who flatters with her words, that leaves the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death and her tracks lead to the dead. None who go to her return again, nor do they reach the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of good men and keep to the path of the righteous. For the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the treacherous will be uprooted from it. Let me say this again. Verse 6. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning, I want to talk to you about Decisions, decisions, making that tough decision. Decisions, decisions, making that tough decision. There's an old story that talks about a farmer who had a beautiful daughter who was courted by a variety of young men, all of them wanting to marry her. So the farmer promised the hand of his daughter in marriage to the young man who could walk through the farmer's field of corn, never backtracking, and selecting the largest, most beautiful, most perfect ear of corn in the entire field. Now, did that work? No. The beautiful daughter, so goes the myth, ended up unmarried, and here's why. The most promising suitor, the, the, the one that held the most promise that the, the farmer was pretty sure that would be able to, you know, go through and find that perfect ear of corn, he ended up walking through the field, looking, waiting, uncertain. And as he approached the end of the field, in desperation, he selected of ear of corn, having passed up many which were superior to what he had ended up with. But other young men walked through the fields unable to backtrack and ended up with absolutely nothing, 
because they couldn't decide which ear of corn was the most beautiful, the most perfectly formed. Have you ever heard of something called analysis paralysis? If you haven't, really what it means is you're unable to make a decision, always uncertain as to what to do. Maybe if you're not like that, you know somebody like that. But the problem is, you all, there are so many choices, so many choices that we have today that it's so difficult to make a decision. And maybe you have, a, you know, a choice you have to make and you started talking to other people about the decision you have to make. And they told you, well, that's easy. Go with this. And somebody else says, it's easy. Go with that. You talk to the third person, and they come up with the third choice. And you all, the reason why they've made those choices is because none of our lives are one, one size fits all. The complexity of our lives makes it difficult based on experience that we've gone through. Do we marry? Do we not? We've seen folks that are married and happy. We've seen folks that marry and they're divorced. Do we quit our jobs or not? We've seen people that have stayed with their jobs through hard times, and, and, and then they get promoted and they go up the ranks. And then we've seen others that stay too long, and then they get let go in a layoff. Do we move out of the city or not? We've seen folks that stay long and, and they're able to prosper right where they're planted. And then we see others that they don't move up, move forward, move beyond until they move away. Sometimes we just don't know what to do. And is there any wonder why many of us become chronic procrastinators wishing that there was someone who could tell us just what to do? Well, guess what, you all? The Word of God says wisdom is available to us. And there are guidelines. There are guidelines on, on how to decide what it is to do. First of all, you all, we must, we absolutely must make God a part of our decision-making process. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you've heard me say it before. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll do what? He will direct your path. That's exactly what we talked about. He will tell us what to do. Because he has our best interest in mind. So Jeremiah 29 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And it's nothing wrong with asking people what their opinion of certain things are. There's nothing wrong, but be careful who you ask. Proverbs 15:22 Good advice costs nothing and it's worth 
the price. But I'm I'm sorry, I was, I was thinking of, of something else. Uh, Proverbs, the one that this Proverbs fifteen twenty two says, without good advice, everything goes wrong. Without good advice, everything goes wrong. So you got to remember that depending on who you ask, you either get good advice or you get not so good advice. So make sure you ask of people that you admire, people that you know you've seen them uh, in their decision-making. And even though sometimes you might have said, wow, would have never thought they would have done that. You saw things turn out for their favor. But make sure that God is a part of their decision-making as well. You all, we have to be patient. When that scripture in Proverbs 3 and 5 says, lean not to your own understanding, it means don't trust your own judgment. It means God knows what he's doing. And just because it doesn't change right away doesn't mean it's not going to change at all. Just because the decision you make doesn't look like it's a good one based on what you believe God told you, God still knows what's best for you. He can see the end result. You can't. He can see through those problems. He can see through the heartaches. He can see through the difficulties. He can even see through the delays. And all those things make us ask why. But in the end, once we see God face to face, it will all be clear. Decisions still have to be made, you all. While we're living in this life, there's no way for us not to make decisions. So listen, face your decision. Realistically confront your options that are available, but put the pros and the cons to each one of those. Write down, journal your possibilities. Sometimes things look different when you write it down versus you sitting there trying to figure it out in your head. Make prayer a serious part of your, your, your decision-making. Don't just say, God, can I do this? And then you get up and do it. You got to say, God, what is your will in this situation? What do you want me to do? What will bring you honor? And when you get to the place of saying, God, let your will be done in this, show me what you want me to do, then you're well on your way of finding your answer. Search scripture, and then when you make that decision based on what you believe God's will for your life is, don't look back. Move forward no matter what. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you now. We thank you, God, because we've got decisions to make. We've got things that we need to do, and God, we need your help on helping us make those decisions. God, help us to trust your will for our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed day in Jesus' name.